What is up? My name is Kevin Wu and I'm an online fitness coach who helps men in their 20s lose weight and get abs for the first time through mindset, nutrition, and training. That's enough about me. Let's get right into today's episode. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to the Lived Inspired Podcast. Today, I talk about tips on food prep, facing adversity, and time management. So let's go dive into them. Woo! What is going on, you beautiful people? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the podcast. Today, we're talking about a couple topics. We're talking about tips on food prep. This is requested by my client, Jackie. Adversity, time management with workouts. So let's go dive straight into them. Now, all these actual topics were requested by my clients themselves. So this is for you guys specifically. Now, this will help a lot of people though, but let's go dive into it. So tips on food prep. Now, when it comes to food prep itself, Cooking can take an absolute long time, right? Because especially you guys cook each meal individually from like, you know, like raw chicken breast um, itself for each meal. Let's say eating like three times a day or four times or five times or even like six times like I was doing before. And you have to cook each and every single meal by itself, prep the broccoli fresh, something like that. And well, the rice probably you guys are just cooking a big batch, hopefully. Uh, but let, yeah, let's say you're doing that. But like even cooking a chicken breast by itself each meal, each meal, each meal takes a long time. And it could take way too long. So to make food prep much more better, here's what I recommend. So I personally always buy the actual chicken breast from Broccoli Frozen. The reason why I buy it frozen and not fresh is because, one, it won't really go bad. Because, you know, it's in the freezer. It's freezing itself. So it lasts a longer time. And I could just thaw it out or I could just cook it from frozen. I personally like thawing it out a little bit more now because it's cooked a little bit faster. I also could dice it up itself. But two, it's going to allow me to actually save a little more money because frozen chicken breast is actually cheaper than your fresh chicken breast itself. So I eat raw chicken breast. I, it's the same pretty much thing. It's not losing any nutritional value. And it is better for the sake, like the, like the sake of not spilling in my fridge either and not going back. Bad, and I just kind of apply accordingly. I could just cook from frozen too. And if I could want to, I could just thaw it out and I can make it to slices. And yeah, so it doesn't really matter. But when I'm actually cooking it, I pretty much cook three quarters of my box. So my box is four kilograms. I cook three quarters of it itself in the air fryer. Personally, uh, if I'm doing frozen, all I do is pop it in there. I have to cook it like for 40 minutes. So 20 minutes like a side because of the flip it. I personally flip like three times. Uh, then I season it even when it's frozen. Then I season it like um, halfway at the 20-minute mark after I flip it on the other side. And then, yeah, so I got seasoning on both sides. And I cook pretty much three to four, like, what's well, more like four days kind of worth, three-quarters of the box itself because I do eat a lot of chicken breast. So, yeah, me, that's me personally. Now, with that being said, if I cook it all at once itself, it's going to save me so much fucking time. Right, because I don't have to sit there for like let's say I let's say two meals in chicken breast, I don't have to cook it each time, and that's gonna take a long, long time, especially if it's from frozen. Obviously, if it's from like um, thawed out and more quote unquote fresh, it's gonna take a little less time, but still overall it's taking time of your day that you could be, you know, like um most people are like, Hey, I don't have time to cook. Actually, not most people. Some people are like, I don't have time to cook, and this reason itself is not valid because all you have to do is spend, you know like an hour itself and just cook everything all at once. So I cook my chicken at once. I can cook like potatoes at the same time and my vegetables themselves. I just pop in the microwave. Now for my um, 
my potatoes or something like that or your rice you can cook this all simultaneously so as my chicken rice cooking i could throw my rice cooker and put in a couple cups of rice i personally cook my rice for like two to three days worth not yeah for mostly three days worth uh by end of day one it's left after a full 24 hours i just pop in the fridge so it doesn't really go as bad um well rice doesn't really go as bad for a longer period of time even if you let it sit out but yeah, so I cook my rice can in bulk. I cook my carbs in bulk. Like if I do potatoes, I cook them for like four to five days worth itself. So I cook a lot. And I proceed the air fryer too as well. So I do have to wait. Well, I actually cook it before my chicken rest. So it doesn't, because when you cook like meats and stuff like that, and it leaves like, um, well, some liquid sometimes, but also leaves like, uh, you got, what, what do you call it? Like residue in that sense. So I would cook my potatoes first, then I'll pop with my chicken breast. My potatoes usually do take about 30 minutes. So that's where kind of the hour comes in. But if you guys don't want to, if you guys want to save you more time, I don't know, get another air fryer or use another cooking method. So uh, other cooking methods, like uh, I'm personally addicted to air fryer still right now, but for the period of time I was testing it out and I cooked my potatoes on the stove. So on the stove, I boiled some water, I boiled it, then I pan fried them itself. So as I was doing that, I was cooking my air frying my chicken breast that took no work because I don't have to actively be there and flipping them. And also with my frozen vegetables, I just popped the microwave for five minutes into a meal prep container. So that's how I'm saving time. So I prop that. Everything's pretty much going all at once itself. The cooking times with the rice cooker going off, I don't have to manage that. Just, you know, put in my cups of rice with the water, let it cook. At my air fryer, I just flip it three times and I set some timers on my phone while I do my work um, if I'm not. You know, if I have everything kind of running and for my potatoes itself, I boil for 10 minutes and then I strain them. Then I just let them kind of pan fry on the stove. And that one, you do have to watch a little bit more. If I'm going that route, if I'm doing air frying routes, I just pretty much go like halfway. So I put for 30 minutes. Then at 15 minutes, I flip them around. So it gets like a little bit more of an even kind of, um, even, no, I'm not kind of char, but a little bit cooking and get a little crisp. Yeah, there you go. Crisp is the right word. So that's what I personally do over there. And I personally used to always pack nice my foods nice for, but I know a lot of people they pretty much have like I don't know like ten meals already in the fridge itself, like all packed up and meal prepped. So because you guys are probably gonna eat, I was it ninety percent of the people or ninety percent of the meals you eat are pretty much the same meals. That's what I remember Alex Hermosi saying. Now Alex Hermosi is a business guy, but he made it really simple. He's like people eat like ninety percent of the same foods. So and it's like ninety percent of this same like three meals or something like that and now if all you did was change up those three meals they eat 90 percent of the time you would be fit right that's how simple being fit was because 90 percent of the time you eat the same three meals and if all you did because you're eating the same three meals anyways if those three meals were a little bit different you guys would be fit right over time of course so when you kind of broke it like down that's pretty cool i'm like damn like i didn't really realize those stats and everything like that and that does make sense because we as humans are routine of creatures, right? So we strive for routine. But if you guys just meal prep those side things for the week, you guys could uh, buy like a meal prep container kind of box from Costco, get a whole bunch of them and just portion them out all at once. This will be save a lot of time up, like uh, save a lot of time throughout the week, be a little more time up front, right? So this is why I'm saying to have uh, like a time block one day, two days a week or one day a week itself and really kind of do this, right? If you guys do one day a week, uh, your food might not taste as great, you know, after like the four days. But if you guys really don't have time, you guys can do that. I personally like to do two days a week, just having my food taste a little bit better. And I personally like to reheat my food up. Let's say if I have my chicken breast all cooked up, my rice and my potatoes, I'm not 
I can air fry my rice, but my potatoes, I throw it in my air fryer. There's an air fryer function. It takes me like six minutes to re air, uh, reheat it to taste better. But most of you guys probably use microwave. Most guys are probably going to be away, maybe at work or something. That's that's what I personally used to do when I was working at an actual job, whether it was, you know, security work, whether it was personal training work, whether it was working in the restaurant, whether it was working at Dairy Queen, my first job. I always kind of brought that food itself, use the microwave and cooked it up from there. Now, when I was working security, I didn't really have access to a microwave all that often. So I actually planned some shakes and some snacks. So my snacks is I brought some protein bars itself and I track my calories in my fitness pal to make sure I'm hitting those macros. In some shakes, I put like oatmeal in them, protein powder, some peanut butter. And this is like when I was trying to actually gain weight though, for most guys trying to lose weight itself, you guys can get some little more like low calorie dense. So maybe some like strawberries, some blueberries, and some like unsweetened almond milk. And some protein powder, something like that, and maybe some like flax seeds and that sort of sorts. So you guys kind of feel that satiation. Most of the time, I wouldn't really recommend you drink your calories unless it's to hit a protein requirement itself. So for tips on food prep itself, hopefully that kind of helps you up over there. Now, for your seasoning, absolutely fucking season your food. Because if you don't season your food, you're probably going to hate your food like I did in the past. And your cooking method does fucking matter i'll say that much because i hate baked chicken breast like i really don't i really despise baked chicken breast <laughs> a lot like i only really like well pan frying is pretty good and also air frying is definitely my favorite so i absolutely love it and yeah so choose a cooking method that you personally enjoy the taste of more because if you guys do enjoy the taste of it more too as well you're more likely to stick to that diet right because a lot of people don't stick to diet itself is because you know their food doesn't taste as great Right. And I could see that. But when I kind of first started working out, I didn't really care. I really want to see results. I was motivated by pain that was so deep and, and like for change. I just posted actually something on my Instagram today, uh, posting a little story, kind of where it kind of came from in terms of that sense. And I didn't really get too, too deep into the motion side of things. Um, I could have. But yeah, I really fucking hated where I was. And like, I wanted to do anything and everything to get out of the position I was because I started my fitness journey at 85 pounds. And I was so sick of the weight. Uh, people are treating me. I was so sick of getting called all these names. I was so sick of looking at myself in the mirror. I just hated fucking everything. I hated the way I was treated. So I was so motivated by the pain and so um, inspired and so, so fucking passionate to get rid of it and get out of that position I was and finally truly be respected for the first time in my fucking life. And that's I, how I just got through everything i just ate whatever the fuck it took like i was such a picky eater and i had no like literally boiled chicken breast and broccoli and it was disgusting with no seasoning no sauce no nothing and i it took me like half an hour to eat each meal and i hated all my foods i didn't know how to cook i didn't know you know sauces were not bad for you i didn't know there's low calorie sauces i didn't know seasoning i thought seasoning was bad for you because of the sodium I had all these different misconceptions and i yeah no it was disgusting <laughs> so and yeah, no, I had I didn't have an air fryer at the time. I literally baked my chicken breast went frozen to fresh, and it's disgusting. I'll tell you that if you guys do that right now. <laughs> so air frying it's not bad though. It's actually fucking amazing because air frying is different. Now, with that being said, hopefully that covers the topic on tips on food prep itself. I'll give you guys some cues, uh, with some advice you guys can practically use, and then personally what I think I do. Now, if you guys are trying, let's say, different kind of recipes themselves. Uh, you guys could always kind of switch it up. Like, could say, I don't know, maybe you guys made search up online and you found Aussie Fitness on like TikTok or one of these people that have like these macro friendly recipes and they had like this like a calorie friendly 
um, sweet and sour chicken or something like that, you guys can cook like a whole big batch and kind of spread them out throughout the week, throughout those meals themselves. And yeah, like that's the whole point of basic food prep is cooking things out in batch so you guys can save that time, right? Because even when we're switching task, it takes time and also mental energy to do that, right? We as humans can't really switch task to task, aka multitask as well. We do better doing one task, getting it done, focusing on it, then moving on next and the next. Now, time adversity. Adversity is something that was the next kind of topic. Now, everyone's going to experience adversity in the fitness journey. Everybody's going to experience adversity just in life, right? Because if there was no downs in life, there was only ups, we wouldn't really have these kind of emotions, right? Nothing would be really just like exciting to look for, um, exciting to do or something like that. Because when we have these ups and downs that's what like like gives like it's like kind of no, I'm, just gonna, I'm not gonna say meaning but it gives it more excitement right so adversity when adversity strikes itself like let's just say i don't know you hit i don't know, i wouldn't say just like a plateau in a weight loss journey is like adversity maybe like you uh most people don't injure yourselves I can't really think of something that, okay, let's just say life event was going on. Let's just say your, I don't know, your grandma passed away, something like that, and you're kind of like stressed and that kind of sorts because everybody probably knows somebody that passed away, right? So I'm going to say that's a little bit of adversity because that's the most recent topic I can think about from basically my clients that kind of experience going about adversity. Uh, actually, I can think of quite a few actually now that I think about it, but let's go with that example. Yes, you might feel like, you know, maybe you don't feel like working out at the time. Maybe you feel more sad because you really missed her because, you know, she was around all the time and you saw her growing up. Um, but that kind of adversity itself, well, obviously, yes, it's unfortunate that they passed away in that sense. And it's not something you can obviously do to just, you know, backtrack time and kind of fix it. But the only thing you can do is actually just work on yourself and to be better, right? Now, one of the things that people don't realize is when kind of adversity strikes for people, like even like breakups, breakups usually is a good time that people kind of, uh, well, they're sad at first, maybe they don't feel like working out, but then after they kind of get over it, they work out and they're like, I'm going to have the best body ever. I'm going to completely fucking change my life, right? Some of you guys can probably relate. Some of my clients are in the spot right now, and then they're like, I'm going to you know, have the best body ever. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this, right? So um, let's go with that example, kind of transferring over there, because when they're out of that state of that emotional state where it's like super sad to crying, they process this emotion of that breakup. And after that, they're going to be the best version of themselves and workouts and do all that. And at first, initially, they only work out. If you could just almost like not skip the stage of processing that emotion, but just get on the action steps of doing the things after that, like just, you know, actively still work. Working out. Maybe it's a little bit harder in the sense of, the, I don't know, maybe grandma's passing away really affected you. But, like you done it still right because at the end of the day we're betting ourselves right that's what it is and if you guys don't better yourselves in the aspect or keep working out there then and you guys let's say we're working out and then you stop working out well you're only going to really feel shittier right because you're not actually working yourselves before you were working yourselves but now something tragic happened but also you're not working yourself now so it's going to leave you almost more like a downhill kind of spiral if you kind of let it be so it's always important to work on yourself no matter the fuck what. Yes, it's going to be um, harder just because of the emotional state. Because if we're all robots and just kind of, you know, did what we're told we're to do. And, you know, that's why most people, a lot of people are overweight is because of like their emotions and not kind of actual, like if we're robots, we 
you wouldn't be overweight, right? We just can't be, well, one, it's, I don't think you make a fucking old fat robot. We can, but it's a different story. <laughs> but, you know, robots are basically do what they're told to do without motions, right? You just do it. So if, let's say, it's like, oh, let's go, you know, work out five times a week to the robot. He's going to work out five times a week. If you tell him to go do half an hour cardio, an hour cardio, he's going to do just do the hour cardio. It's just remove the motions aside, right? No matter how hard it is, it's just going to get the task done. Right. And if you tell them to eat healthy, which robots will eat, it's just going to, you know, or, you know, stick to the diet, it's just going to follow the plan. Right. Versus us, it's like, okay, something maybe happened. Maybe your grandpa passed away. Now you're looking for food to kind of um, make yourself feel better. Or you remember all these, you know, really good foods. And it's like, oh, shit, but that looks better right now. That pizza over there looks better right now. Oh, but my friends invited me up to uh, lunch. Okay, maybe I can eat healthy and you get there and you order like, you know, a couple beers and you kind of go overboard a burger and stuff like that when you told yourself you wouldn't, right? So those are all emotions versus like, you know, the robot side of things, it just does whatever it is told to do, right? So back to the adversity part itself, we have to learn to use adversity to our advantage, right? Because the way I look at adversity, I know it's like it sucks. It's kind of some things when we face it is it makes us better, right? One of the things like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. When we actually face adversity itself, we are able to overcome this, um, I'm not gonna quote, uh, I'm gonna say it's trauma or something like that. And we are able to grow more from it. I remember, I think it was my girlfriend or something like that, or somewhere uh, I was listening to this and she, or I think she told me it's like, trauma really kind of speeds up, not, I wasn't say aging process, but like your, ah, oh, shit, what was the word for it? Basically, um, I guess how fast you kind of grow up and develop itself, that kind of process in a human. So when you kind of space that or experience that itself, you grow up more and you mature more in that aspect. And yeah, so that's what I really realized for me, I guess, because I experienced a lot of trauma uh, growing up itself. And people, you know, always think I'm way fucking older than I actually am. <laughs> so, so yeah. But with that being said, adversity is something we all deal with and it's something that's either gonna push us back or us move us forward, right? So when we actually do overcome that adversity though, you become that much better and you look back upon it too as well and you actually build character. And character, one of my character is that when you face adversity and you overcome it, you become more confident in yourself. One of my more confident in yourself is next time you do experience adversity or you do experience a challenge, you're like, okay, subconsciously, you know, like I can do it. I can face this again, this is nothing, right? All right, let's go last one with the time management. Now, time management, I'm going to refer to as a workout standpoint because this is more of a fitness kind of podcast itself. So working out and time management. I want you guys to treat your workouts like your job, right? Because a lot of you guys, well, all of you guys have jobs itself. You guys have a time to be there. Maybe it's 9 a.m. till 5 p.m. You are going to go there because you don't go there well guess what you're probably gonna get fired and maybe there's that one day you really want to call in sick and really don't want to go there itself but you do go there you do go there right unless you're actually sick itself and you have to you know, take it off but you regardless of the fact that you know those days you don't want to go there you do go there because one you, if you don't go there you're not going to get paid and you're probably gonna get fired if you guys you know just kind of don't show up itself right so for your body you guys gotta treat the fucking same way if you only have one body and how you, you treat it, it's going to matter, right? Because how you treat it itself, just working out and feeling with the right nutrients in that sense, it's going to fucking matter, right? What you put in is what you get out in terms of results-wise. This is why well, I have so much fucking respect for people, you know, who are into fitness side of things and who are, I guess, more jacked. 
because it's like almost like a sign, right? When people kind of associate someone, I guess, with muscle or is more fit, you associate them with subconscious things. Like, you know, they probably have their life together and they know how to take care of themselves and that kind of aspect. And it's unfortunate when we kind of look at, let's say, someone who is more overweight, we subconsciously think it's like, you know, he doesn't take care of themselves. He doesn't eat right. And yeah, so it's, it's people judge a book by its cover, right? It's subconscious kind of actions, right? Because it takes fucking hard work to get like, you know, into good shape. It takes hard work to get those abs. And people kind of subconsciously think of those things when they look at you, right? Now, it's pretty funny because I know that's whenever I kind of, let's say, go anywhere, even like a doctor's office or like a dental or somewhere like a mall or something like that, and I cross paths with someone who's like, I guess, like more fit, more jacked, kind of like me in that sense. Like we, we always like almost like lock eyes in that sense and kind of like do like a head, little head nod. And it's almost like a little like acknowledgement. And I find it a lot easier to make friends like of this kind of caliber too as well that are more jacked or I guess a lot more in shape to that next level because we kind of relate to things on a different kind of level, right? We know what we've been through. We know the work that's been put in and it's just actually fucking really easy to make friends like that. So uh, that's how I met a lot of my friends in the gym or just kind of out when I was traveling that people like really, really shaped in that aspect. And it's really kind of cool, right? And a lot of them are very successful and do great things too, right? It kind of transfers over. Now, let's get back to the time management because the guy got thrown off track. Time management, I want you to put it in your calendar because all your work shifts itself are in your calendar. You're not missing those ones. Now, if you treat your workouts the same way, you should treat that as your job, you're going to see better results, right? So now time management side of things, your workouts don't have to be like two hours. They don't have to be three hours themselves, right? You guys can shorten up to like 30 minutes, right? Do a lot more supersets with muscle groups that don't actually like cross over. Like if you guys are supersetting your chest with your triceps, it's probably not going to be as great as you guys supersetting your chest with your back muscles because they're opposing muscle groups that not worked at the same time, right? And having short rest periods with that are allowed because when you one of the muscles is working, the other one is resting. So you guys can get away with short rest periods, but with time management side of things, yeah, you guys don't have to work out five days a week either. A lot of people come to me and they're like, I could work out every single day. I'm committed. I'm going to work out every single day, two hours a day, three hours a day. I don't care, Kevin. I'm going to do whatever it takes, right? But in reality, don't actually have the time. They have some kids, they work a full-time job and like, you know, they have a wife, they are very, very busy in that kind of aspect. And like, like this is what I mean by you can work it every day, but like for their side of things where they never worked up before, or let's say stop working out and getting back into it. And time was one of the first things they brought up itself and they want to do it every single day. Like that's the problem right there, right? So with me, I can actually work it every single day because that's my top, my priority kind of list. Uh, this is what I do for a living itself. And, and pretty much since I almost do workout every day because um, whether it's workout training, I'm doing cardio or I'm filming kind of videos themselves while like when the videos I am kind of quote unquote, not really working out, but I'm just, you know, lifting some weights and just doing some things in my videos and that kind of sense because it's my top, my priority list. It all depends on what you prioritize the most, right? Now with time management, it's very important that you guys, let's say, uh, find a time that works best for you. Now, personally, I like to work out in the morning themselves. I used to work out after work in the evenings and I found it a lot harder to get it done, but I still got it done regardless because those thoughts in my head are like, you're really tired. You know, you shouldn't do it. I have to fight those thoughts more, but I always, always went regardless, but I just have to fight it more. Now in the morning side of things, I feel like I just really look forward to working out. Like I get a meal in, I do my morning work itself then I just go and come back do more work itself. So, so uh, some guys, let's say you could go before work. That's a very popular time or after work. That's a very popular time too as well. 
But now if you guys do have a lunch break, let's say, you guys can even throw it in there if you guys, you know, are thinking you don't have time, right? If it's a gym close by in that sense, you guys go on the lunch break. I did that too before. And with time management, you guys, like even for like, let's say, for your workout side of things, right? Pick the days, let's say maybe it's, I mean, if it's going to work and there's like a gym maybe on the way or, like on, yeah, on the way to the gym or on the way back, you guys could go, you know, plan your workout days over there. And now it's like, you know, maybe not work day and you, that maybe that's a better day for you to go to work workouts. It doesn't really matter, right? As long as you find those days and you just, let's say it's Monday, Tuesday, uh, Thursday, Friday, fucking commit to it. Right, so don't move them around. Don't go like, okay, this day I'm gonna go on Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday. Next week I'm gonna go Monday, Friday, and Tuesday and Sunday. Right? No, every single week you're gonna choose the same amount of days because it builds that discipline. It's part of your routine. And remember what I said earlier: we are creatures of routine. Right? If you guys are always switching up side of things, you guys are going to have a hard time actually sticking to it. When you guys actually have that schedule itself, like you guys for your jobs, you guys are probably working the same days of the week for most of you. It's like Monday. Through Friday probably itself, right? You guys know, right? You guys know you're working that, and you guys are set. So, that being said, that's in the podcast episode today. Hope you guys got some value. And take care. Thank you guys for tuning into the Live to Inspire podcast, the number one podcast for men in the twenties trying to lose weight and get abs the first time. My mission is to inspire others to be the best version of themselves through fitness. So, if you guys are tuning into this episode and want to lose weight and get your abs showing for the very first time. Then DM me the words abs on Instagram at Kevin Wu underscore. That is K-E-V-I-N-W-U-W underscore. And we'll have a chat whether or not I can help you out lose that weight to get your abs showing for the first time. That is the ending of today's episode of the Live to Inspire podcast. If you learned something today, then make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on an episode. Also, if you leave a written review on this podcast, that'd be greatly appreciated because that pushes this podcast to more people just like you.